Worship at Home, Sunday 3rd of January 2021, the second Sunday of Christmas, Epiphany Service. Our Bible reading is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, Wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them, where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler, who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men, and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I've thought about the wise men and their role in the Christmas story perhaps more than I usually would this year in part because of the news that the Bethlehem star would, for the second time only since the birth of Christ, be showing itself in our own night sky. And I saw it, not as the two planets, Saturn and Jupiter, aligned as a bright star, but by the time we had a clear night, separated again into two stable dots in the sky. Nonetheless, it was truly magical, to imagine the constancy and stability of the starscape that I was looking at. It made the time between Christ's birth and now seem, well, like no time at all. So that has left me thinking of the wise men. My favourite hymn, In the Bleak Midwinter, always springs to mind that last verse. If I were a wise man... 
I would do my part. It's pretty non-specific. What was the part of the wise men? Well, they were the gift bringers, yes, but they were also the discerners, both of the hope and the excitement of the birth of the Christ child and also of the danger that there was to him, paying attention to a dream that took them another way. It has been difficult at times during 2020 to know quite what part we are meant to do. The need has seemed enormous and the coping strategies and abilities to move towards each other stymied by social distancing and all the measures we need to take to keep each other safe. And this year doesn't feel as though it's starting out very differently at all, although at least the newness of it may reduce the anxiety for some. I have been reading a meditation, Journeying with the Magi, which was written by Linda Wright for the Iona community. Not to share it as a meditation as such here, but the point she makes about the journey of the Magi and the questions it may raise for us are good. It follows as such. The Magi set out to follow a star. God is found in the moments of wonder that make us stop and ponder the mystery. What have been your own awakening moments of wonder that have led you deeper into mystery? For me, this year, that's obvious. Seeing the star even separated from its alignment has been a moment of wonder that has made me feel very close to the birth of Christ. The next point is this. The star's light was seen in the darkness. In their darker moments, the Magi trusted that the light was still to be found. Have you experienced the dark? And where and how do you recognise the light? The Magi asked questions when they were lost. Continuing to try make and make sense of where they were and where they were being led, they looked for help. It's something we all need to do at some points, those moments where we feel lost or alone. We need to know we're never alone. God is with us. But actually you'll also find people in that journey with you. And real help practically, emotionally or spiritually, is always to be found. The Magi travelled together. We don't know how many of them, of course. The Bible doesn't say. It simply tells us that there were three gifts, so we often imagine three Magi. But even if there were three Magi, they would have had a retinue with them, people helping them, a little community travelling together and sharing this experience. Where do you experience community and what does it add to your journey? The Magi met King Herod on the way and for his own reasons of power and control, he tried to deceive them suggesting he wanted to worship the Christ child. We need to recognise the twisted value systems of our own world 
and not get caught up in games or be misled by those who do not have our own in- our own interests at heart or the interests of God at the centre of what they do. The Magi bowed down in adoration. Falling on their knees, they worshipped the king. This is a moment beyond intellectual understanding. It's a moment of recognition of the divine. We can take a time to imagine that moment in deep silence. How do we cultivate, cultivate such moments and silence in our own lives? Moments of knowing, moments of recognition and moments of being with God. The Magi offered their gifts. To be in the presence of God demanded some response, an offering of themselves and of their gifts. How do you use your gifts? What do you have to offer? Your time? Material possessions? Your ear? It is something we should constantly remind ourselves to offer ourselves before God, asking how we do it, and again with those we journey with. Finally, in a dream, the Magi were shown the truth, and because of the danger, they were warned and heard that warning to return a different way. Revelation can come to all of us in dreams. Have you ever experienced it? And how have you experienced God revealing his purposes for you? Let that be something as we look ahead to this coming year, to pray about, to be ready to listen to God and know his revelation for ourselves and for those we love. Amen. So we come to a time of prayer. If what I've shared about silence and listening on God leads you to want to pray in silence, then do that. Take that time now. But if you'd like to be led in some prayer, then my theme is the light of Christ at Epiphany. Let us pray. God, we give you thanks for your love for us all, for all peoples of the world. You have chosen to give yourself to us and invite us to give ourselves to you. Blessed are you, Lord God, for all things come from you and of your own do we give you. We come in our poverty to your riches, in our foolishness to your wisdom, in our sorrows to your healing and joy. Amen. Lord, as we remember the wise men, we pray for those whose lives seem rich, whose way of life seems comfortable, those who have plenty. May they know that all things come from you, that their lives are a gift from you, and may they wish to give back to the world and to you, remembering the world's poor, the homeless, the hungry. 
Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for those who seek, who seek God, who seek truth, who are searching for meaning. And we pray especially for pilgrim peoples, those who journey and in this last year who have been unable to make regular or lifetime pilgrimages. May they know that you are present in every way in the place where they have had to stay and that you are present for each of us in the place that we are now. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We give thanks for all who come to you in worship. Like the kings, those who are aware of all or the mystery in our lives. We pray for leaders of worship, for choirs, for organists, for those unable to worship in normal ways. May they still have in themselves that sense of wonder and beauty and be able to reach out to you and be filled by your love. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We come to pray with all who are in pain or sorrow, remembering those who are sick or terminally ill, and also those who live with chronic illness. We pray for doctors and nurses and all involved in healthcare, especially at this time when they are feeling um, fraught and overstretched. Please, Lord, may they be energised by your light shining in the darkest places in this world. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Lord, we worship you and we adore you, offering you our joys and our sorrows, our sickness and our health, our riches and our poverty. And we remember especially those who have enriched our lives by their goodness. And those who have died in your love and who we see no longer. We pray for our loved ones who are now in the fullness of your kingdom. And we thank you that your light reaches into the darkest place of life and beyond into the darkness of death. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And the Collect God in Trinity, eternal unity of perfect love, gather the nations to be one family and draw us into your holy life through the birth of Emmanuel, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so we say together the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. And a New Year blessing by Ian Cowie of the Iona community. We stand to face the future. God behind us in the past. Christ before us, the way ahead. Christ beside us in this moment. Christ beneath us in our weakness. Christ above us to shield us. Beneath the shadow of his wings we are safe. Christ between us to bind us in the unity of his love. Christ in us, equipping us with his all-sufficient grace. Thus armed, guided and protected we face the new year. Now we arise and go forth on the journey before us, knowing that where Christ leads, life is a journey home. Therefore we travel in faith, in hope and in love, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. May the blessing of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be upon us and upon all this year and to all eternity. Amen. Thank you for joining me for Worship at Home. Please do feel free to share this podcast with others. And if you would like to receive weekly links to my podcasts or receive the Worship at Home prayer sheet by mail or email, please let me know at revlucylun at btinternet.com. Goodbye. Thank you.